the Lupus Living Podcast. Today's episode, Lupus and Being Codependent. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Lupus Living Podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to help those of you living with lupus navigate the challenges that you face. It's also to help the loved ones of those that have lupus understand what we go through while living with this disease. I say welcome, and thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to the podcast. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you just search for Lupus Living Podcast on Facebook and at the Lupus Living Podcast on Instagram, you can find us there. You can also follow our YouTube page. Just click the subscribe button and the notification bell so you can get the latest episodes. And I also want to say welcome to our new followers and let you know that I have a short ebook that's available. The title is Living a Full Life with Lupus How to Have a Full Life with Lupus. And one of the things that I decided when I was diagnosed, I still wanted to live my life as best as I can. And I realized I could still have a full life, but I just have to do things differently in order to accomplish those things while managing my symptoms. So the book is available on amazon.com, or you can purchase it through my website, thegwenalexander.com, and just click the online store, and you can purchase it that way. And you'll be able to download the book once you make your purchase. Today's episode was originally going to be titled Lupus and Saying No and Setting Boundaries. Why is it so hard to say no? And why is it so hard to say no without having to explain why you're saying no? Maybe I'm the only one that's had a hard time with doing that. Uh, And then setting boundaries and relationships, whether that's with friends or family, that's a hard one for people that are people pleasers. Now, back in 2003, I learned about the word codependent. And I learned about this word when I was at a local used bookstore. And that was a time in my life, this was almost 20 years ago, where I was gone through a divorce. I was in a lot of debt and I was living in an apartment that wasn't the nicest, but it was all I could afford at that time. And I wanted to do something nice for myself that day. So I took a 25 minute drive to the next city over and I went to a used bookstore that they have there. Now, this used bookstore has at least one cat I know of. I think they have more, but It's organized by like topics and there's uh, books everywhere. So, I mean, it's just for a book nerd, it was fun. And that cat that walked around the store, he seemed to want to stay with me. You got to realize I'm allergic to cats. So I was trying to stay away from him. But he followed me around the store and he even jumped on the shelf of the books around the books where I was uh, looking at, which that was amazing because that was a pretty high jump. So lucky me. But luckily, I didn't sneeze too much, and I was able to find a book that it literally changed my life. And the name of that book is Love is a Choice, Recovery for Codependent Relationships. And I'm showing the copy if you're watching the video. Um, If you have the audio only, I just showed the book. Uh, Someone that is codependent bases their self-esteem and self-worth on sacrificing for others or for other people. 
Now, I did that for a lot of years, and this can involve relationships between family, romantic relationships, and you know, relationships with your friends. Now, I don't know what made me pick up this book, but maybe it was the first part of the title, Love is a Choice. Now, I had started asking myself what real love is at that time because I was going through a divorce and trying to figure out why do I make the decisions I do about relationships. And the book was in my price range. It was only $5. You can see I still have the little sticker on there. And uh, so I, I didn't have a hard time picking that up. And the reason why I didn't have a hard time reading, I had a hard time reading the book because I could really relate to it. It showed how my family fit into roles, how I did. And the roles that I seemed to fall into were the hero and the rescuer. I want to read a quote from the book about the hero, and it's in the chapter called The Effects of Codependency on Family Roles. Now, it says about the hero, quote, the hero is the fixer-upper, the glue man. The hero keeps the dysfunctional family functioning and takes up the slack where the parents don't have it together. So that's the end of what the book said about the hero. Now, the rescuer is the person that does whatever it takes to fix the situation. And that sometimes means doing whatever it takes, even if it could harm them and financially bankrupt them. Now, there were times when I was I, I told someone no to a request, especially during my younger years, and they would yell and curse at me. And I realized later it was a tactic to get me to do whatever that they wanted me to do because they knew I didn't like that behavior. You see, when I was young and even part of my adult life, I didn't realize I could hang up the phone or not answer the phone or just walk away from a person and leave the conversation. I just felt that was so rude. That, that's so mean. You know, we're not taught to do that. And I didn't want to be known as the mean person. And the person yelling at me and cursing at me knew that. So over the years, I've learned to say no and let other people know what my boundaries are. A few years ago, I was talking to someone and they were talking to, talking about how I have all this stuff and it must be nice to have all these clothes and you got a house and you have a car and so on and so on. And I stopped them right there and I said, yeah, I have that stuff and I've worked for it very hard for it. And if you want what I have, you can go through what I went through to get it. And I hung up the phone. I had someone else that I was talking to on the phone. Uh, this is years ago, and this was a co close family member. And they started talking about stuff. I, I just didn't want to hear it. I didn't feel like dealing with it that day because it's been the same stuff for years and years and years. And I just said, hey, I got to go. Have a good day. And I'll talk to you later. Now, in the past, I would have just let them continue to just dump on me, and then I would walk around depressed for days or months, and, and then um, I would just feel horrible. And so I had to set some boundaries even in that relationship. Now, in the past few weeks, I've had some calls that I didn't take because I, I just needed to rest. Now, I checked to make sure they didn't leave a message to make sure there wasn't an emergency, but... Uh, there was no no emergency, so I just called them back later. Now, there was a time I would have hurried up and picked up the phone, but at this time, I was like, I just can't do it right now. And then I recently had to say no to something. I knew I couldn't do it, what I was asked to do, because I needed to recover physically from all the stuff I talked about in the last episode. So I said no, but thank them for asking me. Now, I didn't give an explanation why I said no, and that that's really hard. You want to say no because da 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 but this is something I started doing years ago. 
especially after reading the book, Love is a Choice. Uh, no is no. And sometimes I don't want people to know why I'm saying no. I may have other plans to spend with loved ones, or I might have another event I'm going to, or I might just want a day where I just don't want to do anything. And sometimes there's things going on where it's pretty serious and I don't want to talk about it right now. And then there's another book I found around the same time, but not in the bookstore called Codependent No More. I'm holding up the book. This is an older copy and it's by Melody Beatty. And this one I actually found on the discarded table at my local library. You can actually see it has the discard uh, on it there. And so it was free. Another price I like. And it was going to be thrown away if no one took it. So the first book just blew my mind. And the second one, it's hard to describe how much this book has helped me. So for the past 20 years, I've been using, well, both of the books, but then mostly the codependent no more as a reference to help me with setting healthy boundaries in my life. Now, it encourages me when I see notes from that time and realize just how far I've come in my journey of not feeling like that I need to say yes to everyone and, and no to my needs. And there's a story in Melody's book that explains the purpose of her book, and it's in the introduction. And it says, once upon a time, a woman moved to a cave in the mountains to study with a guru. I love guru stories. And she wanted to learn everything there is to know. And the guru supplied her with stacks and stacks of books and left her alone to study, because that's how you learn everything there needs to know, right? So every morning, the guru returned to the cave to monitor her progress. And in his hand, he carried a heavy wooden cane. And each morning, he asked her the same question. Have you learned everything there is to know? And each morning, she told him no. And then the guru would hit her over the head with the cane. So this happened for several months. Same thing, repeat, repeat. And then the guru came in again one day, same thing, and asked the same question. Have you learned everything there is to know? And she said no. So the guru raised his cane to hit her over the head again, but she did something different this time. The woman grabbed the cane from the guru, and she was happy she didn't get hit, but then she was afraid of, how is the guru going to react to this? And the woman looked at the guru, and he smiled. Congratulations, he said. You have graduated. Now, you know everything you need to know. And the woman asked the guru, well, how's that? The guru said, you have learned that you will never learn everything you need to know. And here's the, the gist of the story. And you have learned how to stop the pain. Whew. If there was ever a mic drop moment, that was it for me in this book. So for me, that's what, what started for me in 2003 of like, hey, I need to do better on this. I started learning how to stop the pain. It wasn't easy. I didn't want anyone to think I was mean, but there are times I just can't be everything for everybody. And you probably deal with that too. And now that I'm living with a chronic illness, I have to practice saying no and setting boundaries even more. If I don't do this, it could mean more time I have to miss work or visit the hospital or my body will hurt far longer because I've pushed it more than it needed. So I still consider myself codependent because when I say no, I feel really bad. I still have to talk to myself through the situation uh, to make sure that I'm not doing it out of guilt. Still feel that way. I'm a codependent loopy. That's a new term, codependent loopy. If anything, having lupus has forced me to practice those lessons that I've learned over the years and take care of myself 
so that I can help others. I think those books are still in print. So if you're interested, I'll try to find links to them and put them in the show notes. Uh, the last time I checked Melody Beatty's book, she updated it and she has some workbooks and things that go along with it. So my copies are older, but I think she's ad they've added some um, updates to them. So my message for you today is take care of yourself. You're the only person that knows what you need to be able to function while living with this disease. If you have any questions about today's episode or if you want to share your story of living with lupus, I'd like to hear it. You can email me. My email address is Gwen at thegwenalexander.com, or you can send me a message through Facebook or Instagram, or you can even send me a message through my website, thegwenalexander.com, and you just click on the contact button and you can fill out the form and you can send me a message that way. I also ask that you please share the podcast uh, with people that have lupus. You could share with your loved ones. Uh, we need to encourage each other whether we have lupus or whether you're a loved one of someone who has lupus. Now, today's quote that I'd like to leave you with is from a romance author, because we need to love ourselves. And the author is Penny Reed. And that quote is, don't set yourself on fire trying to keep others warm. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. The views of any guest on the podcast are their own. The host of the podcast is not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before you make any changes that may affect your health in any way. 